He's five foot two and he's six feet four. He fights with missiles and with spears. He's all of thirty-one and he's only seventeen. He's been a soldier for a thousand years. He's a Catholic, a Hindu, an atheist, a Jain, a Buddhist, and a Baptist, and a Jew. And he knows he shouldn't kill, and he knows he always will. Kill you for me, my friend, and me for you. Hello, and welcome back to Enter the Asylum, a podcast where two brothers try and watch some garbage, awful, bad films that go nowhere and meander for about two hours while you just sort of Oh, not even two hours. Are you kidding pain. me? I mean, for me, it's about two hours because I have to pause the film to take notes. Oh, well, I don't even bother doing that. <laughs> it's, uh, this film was rough. We watched Universal Soldiers today. Soldiers. Universal Soldiers. Uh, uh, otherwise, otherwise known as uh, six people scream at each other for the entire movie. <laughs> this this film was bad. It was a bad film. We watched it for you guys. I hope you're happy. Um, I will. I will give this film credit. Um, I think on a technical level, this was better than Invasion of the Pod People, the last movie sure. we did. Well, I think this I was better. It's not the much audio better. quality was all over the place in this film. The audio quality was shit. Oh my god, what was wrong with it? It, it, just, it, it seems like they. It seemed like everyone was filmed in different locations. I feel like that's the case. Like they must have ADR'd some lines, but well, no, because you see them speaking. Maybe they literally lost the audio for some of the actors, but mm. like they sound like it, it will. Like someone will speak like. Especially like that first that first woman to talk when they're outside, when she talks, it sounds like she's in like a warehouse, and it's yeah, it's bad. I I I can't believe they 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 try to slip that in as if no one would notice. Yeah, we uh, so I guess we do now live in a Lake Scottless world now. This is no oh, more is he... Lake Scott from now on. Oh, is he on. dead? Oh, is he dead? No, just from the asylum. Oh, dead. You mean for us? You mean for us? Um, David Michael Latt apparently had a hidden credit in writing this, and I feel like this is a perfect example that we spent Shocker. too much time focusing on Lake Scott, and we forgot about maybe the true sinister puppet true man villain? from the background, the true, the true evil, David Michael Latt, who was who was really actually the one pulling all the strings. Maybe David Michael I mean, was the one who made the pirate no longer a comedy. The I mean, he, Pirates Treasure Island. Maybe he did that. He literally is like one of the main two people behind the asylum. So I mean, he is the mm. big boss at the end. Maybe Lay Scott's main rival was David Michael Latt, and we just don't know yet. Maybe Lay Scott attempted a coup. Mm, and maybe that's it's, why he was ousted. Maybe, maybe. Lay Scott was the one pointing the gun at David Michael Latt. And oh. he was threatening because Dave Michael Latt might actually be maybe some sort of pod person himself, and uh, maybe that's why David uh, Lake Scott rather left. And Dave Michael Latt is still remains in the company, uh, is because he has nothing else to do because he's a pod person. He has to sort of follow the same sort of structure of his life before. 
That's why they make the exact same films every single time. It really was remarkable how every single line of dialogue is like the was the most cliched like military speak oh, for sure. or like action move action movie one liner you could possibly throw in there. Like mo all like, the tropes or all the character tropes here were too. Ninety percent of the conversations I have with my coworkers are far, far, far more like engaged and clever and witty than anything these people say. Don't say you're having too much, that, John. Maybe I'd up that maybe. to ninety nine percent. I get that you have wonderful, amazing conversations with all your coworkers, John, but I don't know. God, uh, I like all best. proud I of it. Be- I have, I have the best conversations. I have, I have fantastic conversations. Uh, let's actually get in this film. People, now, I guess. Pe- people, are always telling me, John, you have great conversations. You're wonderful. I do every um, time. So yeah, how did this open? Open with the CGI of the yeah Termin- of a big Terminator, Terminator man, man right? a big, yeah, a big giant ter- Terminator man. Well, you don't know it's giant because it's just a CGI model. <laughs> sure. Well, the camera, the the camera sort of pans up the whole thing, so it's is a sort of I just gravitas assume, to it, but not really. You know. I I just assumed that they were just they kept panning over it because they needed to draw out the 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 shot for as long as the credits lasted. It's probably the most expensive opening credit scene of all Asylum, though, because they have the cost, CGI man. Yeah, it cost fifteen dollars, <laughs> and a one and one weekend. And one weekend where some yeah intern had to like like download it from a CGI warehouse and, and slap <laughs> it up there. Uh this is this doesn't go anywhere to the end of the film, so don't worry about this Terminator man. This this oh. film's not a Terminator ripoff. Apparently it's another film called Universal Soldier, which I'd never heard of. Never heard of it. Yeah. Do you know do you know about Universal Soldier? No. Okay, it's it's another film. That is pretty much the same plot about some super soldier thing. I think it takes place in Vietnam instead. <laughs> so it's kind of and like Ram- so it's Rambo, but like with robots. Well, it's super soldiers, not robots. They're not robots. They're like yep, genetically they're... altered people or whatever. Yeah, but they're obviously robots. Like they have the Terminator vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Um, um that film was what... a huge flop, but apparently has a big cult following or whatever. Really. Just like this film, which I'm sure everyone's seen, has, which has a following about. of um, you, you and me, um, we're probably <laughs> the main people who've seen this movie. Um, the so in, in writing, um, there's a there, there's a piece of advice that that uh, amateur writers are given, which is um, start in the middle. Oh yeah, um, in media res. And usually, this is done because. Um, Uh, A lot of writers are self-aware enough to know that they can't hold a reader's attention um, long enough through, like, lots of exposition and setup. You want to kind of start with a little bit of action. You know, you you want something to kind of grab the reader's attention. Um, This movie... Uh, now, it, I don't think this advice translates as well to film, though, because... um, Watching a movie is not as labor-intensive on the part of the viewer as it would be on a reader. Um, it's shorter. Um, you can afford to spend a little bit of time establishing 
characters or setting or what the fuck is going on. <laughs> this movie just went, nah, we're literally starting in the middle. Figure it it's out. Not, is, is it the middle, though? It feels like 10 minutes into the film they start. It's like... Because like, they could have gained some exposition they before said entering the, the anything. Of the film. They could have said anything, even just like a, a piece of text on the screen. It's just like, Operation Delta Bravo to create the perfect soldier on a, on an island in the South Pacific or whatever. Uh, a secret project has gone awry. Something like that. Like, that's it. There you go. Uh, that would have been you enough. You did it. That, I did it. <laughs> I yeah, did this it. Film, the film starts off with a bunch of like soldier army men in a uh, hallway with the lights are off and red lights are blinking. So you know something bad has happened. And they all got their but guns But it's so out. disoriented and confusing what exactly is happening. And then there's a guy who gets speared by like a, yeah, a, harpoon. Harpoon, a harpoon line. <laughs> this doesn't actually make any sense that he gets harpooned, but whatever. Because they explain well, they explain later that the super soldiers don't actually have any don't weapons. have weapons. So where did they get a harpoon gun? <laughs> I don't know. They have a harpoon gun. And then you see that that that, claw, that hook harpoon thing come back one time, but that's it. But yeah, um, so this film, so all the film starts. A bunch of people are in a hallway. They're sort of panicking. One of them gets killed. They're all in camo. Uh, they all got guns out. They're all for some at reason. Each other. The thing that kills the the soldier doesn't actually come after the other ones. He just sort of chills in the hallway. That's like this entire movie. It's just like, we're going to just pick off one. <laughs> and apparently we have the capabilities to just wipe them all out. But meh. Let's, let's, uh, let's, they, let's they, play, they're, they're let's play with they our food. To, they're trying to decide whether to go to the professor or to the armory. And they're sort of split on which one's a better option. So the professor will shut down the super soldiers. And the armory will is where they can get more weapons because they're running out of ammo. Mm. Um, and that's like that that tension is primarily what drives the entire plot for about the first like half of the movie I feel like even after that but like yeah um, but yeah but I mean you are just thrown into this with no clue what is going on like like we've already given you more information just in in just ex- sitting down and, and talking about this than the movie does within the first I want to say f- 10 15 minutes like I had no idea where they were I had no idea who any of these people were I had no idea why they were there and you never had... do really you 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 I I feel like who the these gi- people are not really I mean it's it's um uh, well I mean they're just soldiers assigned to this secret base I guess um, and they don't know a whole lot. I guess they're just sort of like guards, basically. Mm. Well, actually, you're right. I don't even know that. I I just know that they're soldiers on this island where there's a secret base that they were doing the secret project to create the perfect soldier. So while they're exploring the sort of military tubes they're in, it's like big metal hallways. They're like in a submarine, <laughs> but not actually. But it looks like one. Um, they come across it, it, three it, yeah, civilian that... workers. They're both. They're all like scientists, they're, I guess. They're all I think sci- one's a doctor. They're, si- they're science. They're scientists who wear camo pants. Mm, yeah, and you can tell they're scientists because they wear sort of a white kind of shirt. I guess you can tell. You can tell they're scientists because they're they're not carrying guns. Mm. And one of them wears glasses. That's how they you find it. They find an exit. And they manage to escape the the metal hallways they're in. Which do do military bases look like that? Are they just big? 
giant sort of barricades. I've never been to a military base. I couldn't tell you. That's fair. I it's just either. it's just it's just like a warehousey hallway with lots of metal grates and and um, like like stairways and that's that's it. Imagine a submarine, yeah. Yeah, like the um, inside of a sub- except except not, not as cra- not as cramped as a submarine. It's sure. uh, like inside of a ship, the inside of a ship, basically. Um, but anyway, they yeah, they escape outside to where we will spend the rest of the movie, which mm. is like a scrubby hillside woodland, obviously somewhere in like inland California, but you know, knowing the asylum. But apparently, but supposedly it's an island somewhere. Prime LARPing location. Perfect. <laughs> uh, this is where you get to. This is where you get to play Marine Man and mm. Army Boy. Uh, so when they leave, they cut to sort of a computer screen, like filter monitoring them from like a distance. This is the Terminator vision that the, yeah, yeah. that the super soldiers have. So this implies, you know, they're watching them. Not even uh, after flying, sca- it's, it's telling you. <laughs> it's literally telling you. We have a fun, very fun cast and crew here. These like these. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, there's there's, there's screaming man. man. There's screaming yeah. man. There's screaming man. <laughs> there's screaming woman. There's utter screaming woman, and then there's screaming man. Well, no, he's like the edge lord guy who's like, man, I'm just here because I don't care anymore. So, so basically, this cool so- army guy, this cool army dude who's like, I'm James Bond, but I'm cooler. He's like secret agent man, and we don't. We just we know he's an agent something, but that's yeah. And I don't remember any of their names. Oh, I literally yeah, I watched they this don't, movie. They don't, I think they say each other's names like maybe once. The only it's name I remember, like Sergeant Johnson, things like that. The know? only name I remember is Hernandez, and that's not even one of the characters we follow. That's just a guy that uh, our bald army man screams at on his walkie-talkie. Hernandez. Yeah. His names are Lieutenant Clark, Lieutenant Ash, Major Clifton. It's like you can't remember these names because it's they all blend together. God, they're like nothing. They're extremely generic, and they only probably said their names like once or twice. Mm. Uh, but okay, so there's the major. He's like the one. He's like the one in charge. And then they um, sort of face crazy ass drill sergeant who's completely insane. Is he is that was this the bald guy or is this yeah this the is edge bald Lord? guy who always okay, holds so... his gum he always holds his gun if like his thumb and all of his he fingers always are, like yeah, spread yeah, yeah. out he's got he's got he's got okay so he's holding like like an M sixteen type type assault rifle and he's got like one hand around like the trigger like handle part and then and like the magazine and then the other one he's got it around the barrel of the gun but he's holding it like delicately between his thumb and his index finger and like all the other fingers are out he's holding like yeah it looks so goofy it's it's very it's very theatrical it's very theatrical it's just Mm. like um okay but okay so there's so there's major there's uh drill sergeant bald screamy man there's edgelord guy there's secret agent man there's Woman. Uh, ar- there's army. There's army chick. There's that's her, that's unfortunately her whole character. But that's typical of the asylum. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. She's 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 army chick or marine chick, I suppose. There's and then there's the scientists um, who are there's two women, one guy. So there's nerdy guy with glasses who um, who knows a little bit about what's going on. There's a fair amount of what's going on. There's screamy lady who. 
constantly has mental breakdowns. Mm. And then there's the more composed lady who is, I think, like the first one of these people to die. No, not yeah, the first, well, but, no. but she dies pretty early on. She's like a doctor or something, I guess. Oh, that's right. She's a doctor because they say, like, you gotta do something for him. And she's like, <laughs> I've literally got nothing to work with. Um, she was my um, she was my favorite character because she had the fewest lines. That's very good. Uh, we then cut to all of them climbing a mountain. This is like you know this is gonna happen a lot in this film is them climbing up this exact same mountain up They're and LARPing, down constantly. Larping up the hills. <laughs> uh, something appears like someone catches something with the corner of their eyes and they shoot at nothing, and it's like whoa what what happened? I thought I saw something, but it was nothing. The, the main special effect of this movie is a guy um, rushing in front of the camera, and you hear it. <laughs> What's sound. weird is they are climbing up in an open plains right now, so it doesn't really make any sense where there's the an, thing yeah, went. Yeah, there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> That's kind of the point, right, is they're all sort of threatened, because there is nowhere to hide, which is the whole point of them climbing up a mountain and the sort of worrying fact about that. Hmm. So I don't know why the super soldiers are also now able to also hide. But whatever. Whatever. Uh, so just then so fast. Some, it's like a generic soldier guy who his whole point is just a die, just have like a character. Yeah. Um, he walks up to a tree and then gets oh yeah, murdered. he's 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 the one with the ball cap, right? And he's like, yeah. he's got a he's got a sleeveless tee. Um, or no, it's not a tee; it's just a sleeveless shirt. Um, and yeah, he yeah he. He he goes. He leaves the group. Like he like scouts ahead, and they're like, "Wait, where did he go?" And then like next scene, he's dead. And he has like a big spike. It's like, oh my gosh, the thing threw a giant metal spike at him that he got. No, it's from somewhere. it's no, it's it's wood. It's it's a it's a. All right, it's like a fucking spear. steak or something. Right? It's a steak. It's a giant wooden <laughs> steak. That's their primary. That's their primary weapon because I guess the because these things weren't don't have weapons built in. Their main means of killing Except people the harpoon. Is, th- is is throwing giant wooden stakes at people really fast. So after he's killed, everyone starts freaking out. This is, like, this is 10 minutes in the film and everyone's having like an immediate crisis of faith where everyone's freaking out. This happens what? in the last like four minutes. Everyone's having a Break, breakdown attack. of command. Breakdown of command immediately. Yeah. Uh, on this aim tree, they find like a shape that means a thing. It's like some sort of like military code or whatever. Oh right, the 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 language they speak, which is literally just like it's a dot with a really poorly drawn triangle around it, and they're like they're communicating with each other. They've learned language. And they're like that's impossible. They shouldn't be able to to learn this quickly. Um, and then later on, they find a square with a circle in it. Okay. And I... <laughs> so, okay, they go up a hill, they come across a rock, and then the drill sergeant guy is like, it looks like some kind of a circle inside of a rectangle. What? What the hell do you think, Private? And that's, I think that's the last time you see one of those. Hmm. They, it, this, this, this whole big plot about, like, they're communicating, they can, they have language. This is, this is done exactly twice. And then that is it. Uh, af- when they go up here, they suddenly come across the st- the doc, the like the um, the professor. Uh, he's coming up the hill, and he's pro- I assume he's only played by one- no other than Doug Walker. <laughs> 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 they really 
get a lot of the internet stars for these movies. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. He does look like Doug Walker. And this scene's awful. It's like this drunk professor, and he's like sort of blabbering. This last like three minutes, I'm just sort of screaming at them about he rem- the truth. He, re- he remembered it, so you don't have to. <laughs> He's incredibly yeah, drunk. No. He's like, no, man, the, the robots, we created oh. them, but we shouldn't have done it. And now they're going to kill us all. And there's nothing you can do. He's like, what spat- can we do? Nothing. He's- you can't do anything. I'm he's- crazy. He's spazzing out. Um, and and the funniest part is like that goes on for like fucking forever. Yeah. His like his little like rant, his spazzing rant, and it cuts back to the other characters, and they're obviously supposed to look like concerned and freaked out, but they just look bored. <laughs> like you can tell they're having they've been having to stand here, listen to this actor do watch him do his overact bit for like <laughs> for like half an hour doing like multiple takes. And he's got big, long, crazy hair and the glasses. God, you're right. He does. He totally looks like Doug Walker in a wig. Oh my god. Acts like him too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So he's like he's like running at them on the path. It's like hi, hey, hey, hey. He gives some very basic exposition. And they're like, and they're like, and they're like. The, the drill sergeant guy wants to shoot him because he's making too much noise. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, fair. Yeah. He gives some really basic exposition, basically, that you can't turn off the ro- you can't turn off the robot super soldier guys because they hacked the mainframe and they now control it. So they run the power. Oops. And also you can't kill them. And then he, then he gets killed. But that's exactly what they do at the end of the movie. Yep. <laughs> Completely useless. What a useless professor, man. Ugh. Um, so now he is dead. Uh, everyone panics again. Oh, yeah, he gets harpooned. Yeah. He's literally about to say, like... Well, actually, he wait. doesn't get harpooned. Uh, the, the giant robot guy falls from the sky and then spikes him and then flies <laughs> back up to nowhere. Well, it's, like, it's like a robot claw that, like, impales him. Yeah, it's like a scorpion him. tail or something. That's why I, I sort of imagine it to be. Well, it's like, it's like, it's like the, uh, the claw in, like, a claw machine that you use to, like, pick up a toy. It's like that at the end of, like, a little, like, rope. And it, like, impales through his head, which is, like... Again, they, they establish that the robots don't have weapons to kill the people with yeah but so. then the robot then flies up which again doesn't make any sense because we are we're established we're on a mountain so it just sort of flies up in the sky and then disappears there's no trees around i want to no. establish there are scenes where they're like they're in the woods this is not one of them they're on like they're basically on the edge of griffith park basically is what it looks like it's a mm. big scrubland uh on the side of a hill and yeah, it's <laughs> where does it go? It goes up and then disappears. But the professor, I think his last line is like, "But wait, there's one way." <laughs> yeah, very, very, very tantalizing. Uh, that this one is happens. funny. They start shooting the air and then they stop again. <laughs> so what? What are they shooting? Where? They're shooting yeah, hypothetically where? at the the super soldier, but then it disappears. So I don't know. Where, yeah, where? Where? They run. They then run back down to the hill to back to a foresty area. We see a robot thing climb a tree, and then they shoot it a little bit, and then it escapes. We catch these little glimpses of the super soldiers, and that's when you realize these are 
guys who basically look like the performers of Kiss. Mm-hmm. They're all like they just got like like white makeup on and with like little bits of like blood like like dark blue like blood veins and then they got like a little like metal plate attached to like some part of their head and and they're kind of like jumping around and crouching and it's like the footage is sped up to make it look like they're going fast but they're obviously not it looks really lame so i can only imagine what everyone can guess what happens next well now person die no. <laughs> uh the girl soldier i think her name's kate but um she steps on a trap and she's like uh-oh i saw oh, a trap i should look where a... i was going it's a snare, yeah. Like it, 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 it strings her up upside down from a tree. They save her, and then then they sort of argue about being more careful, and then they argue again about where to go again. Again. Since the professor's dead, they're like, we gotta go to some other sort of like power station, I guess. Or half of, half of the this armory. movie is having the same argument over and over again. Yeah, I started the feeling that maybe the writer went to the Overlook Hotel, you know, and he was like, I'm going to write the script. I, I got this nice book room at the Overlook Hotel. I'm going to write this lovely script. I got this lovely sort of like, you know, old-fashioned, you know, um, typewriter. And then so you start, you start writing and you start writing, All you know. Rook and they, no they play run and they die. They run and they die. They run and they die. run what do you think, David? My David David Ladd is well, David Ladd's confronting his his <laughs> um, girlfriend or wife. Who's the wait? Who's the lady from um, Killers? Who's oh. who's oh I know his who, wife. Oh, I I should know this. I don't yeah. know this. I know it. What's though. her name? We we know who we're talking about though. But he's confronting her, and it's like, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anywho, so while they're arguing where to go, the major, right, the the major guy who runs the stuff, then steps on another he, he, trap. He steps on a snare. And they all sort of joke about it, where it's like, oh, ho, you silly man, uh-huh. you, you stepped on a trap. Guess and then suddenly really Spear out of nowhere. Cool anyway. And then yeah, he gets killed. You know, nice suddenly, one. Uh, giant, yeah, big, big wooden stake. Phew! It's back right through the chest. It's Kim Little, by the way. I just looked it up. That's what Kim Little. Yeah. Kim Little. Anywho, uh, <laughs> so everyone freaks out again, but then they sort of calm down and like, okay, well, we gotta go now. I guess the major. No, dead. no, no. They don't calm down because then Screaming Girl has to be. Oh yeah, like, then they have a fun sort of like fight. Uh, Everyone's sc- yelling at each other. Screaming scientist girl. It just has a complete mental breakdown. I, it, would it be possible for you to drop the audio clip of her screaming at this moment? Keep moving! Keep moving! They're picking us up like flies! Are you thinking of anybody in a tree or getting speared? Christ! I can't do this! Okay, I won't! I'm not even supposed to be here! I'm, su- I'm supposed to... I don't want to die with you people here! Listen to me! Stop your whining! None of us like the situation, okay? We all got better things to do. I got an episode of Lost. He was waiting for me at home right now! Now we need to stick together. 
Or you're gonna be the next one going Superman up into those trees. At least stay focused. It's the only way any of us are gonna get off this island alive. Got that? Hey, there's a clearing over the ridge. Let's just make our way over there and we can figure something out. Let us stay right here. It is it is some of it is some exquisitely overacting. Like it's it's really remarkable how shrill and over the top they are. And I hope you also uh, drop in um who that is who that is who that is we'll get there uh, that's coming up we'll get there but um yes please please we we need to we need to we need to share what we're talking so about so the whole group's yeah the whole group's flying apart suddenly they get a radio call that a plane is coming to save them oh so they come across a dead body yeah a dead army guy and he's got a walkie talkie on him and then they hear the walkie talkie like Yes, that like, oh hey, there's a there um we're coming to the island, we're gonna save you. So they're all like, Oh thank God, we're gonna get saved. So then they and all sit a, down together and they're all gonna have got, a heart to heart now. He's got a despite the fact that they literally fought, fought each other like two seconds ago. But it's okay, because they're gonna be alright now. So, so, so they're all happy. Over. We learned some character information about each character a little bit. Not really at all. Not really. Um uh, <laughs> not at all. Um we learned we, that Drill Sergeant Edgel- guy's only here because he wants to blow stuff up, which is like cool, cool, cool. Cool. You, you, you sound like a sane, stable individual. Um, not a mass shooter in the making at all. Um, Edgelord guy basically was homeless. I guess he was like an orphan or something like that. He's basically like he basically he jo- he joined the military so that he could like have a place to sleep. Basically, hmm. um, scientist guy went to Stanford. Which everyone's sort of like, who I don't even care. Well, Drill Sergeant Guy's just like, uh, fuck off. Um, or no, I think it's Edgelord Guy. No, it's it's Drill Sergeant Guy. Yeah, Drill, uh, Drill Sergeant Guy always screams fuck off to everybody at all times, nonstop. Oh, always. That's what you do. He too is at the Sergeant. Overlook Hotel and he's writing down fuck <laughs> off repeatedly. I didn't even realize he was a Drill Sergeant was the thing. I thought he was just another soldier. They never say he's a Drill Sergeant. I'm just, he looks like one. Oh, I see what you're saying. They don't oh, say one's roles, except the the, the, the private. Um, they they give their guy. titles: major, private, sergeant. I think he's a lieutenant. Mm. Is what he says at one point on the radio. Um. Yeah. I I think a couple of the other science one of the other the the uh, the, the calm scientist lady says something, and I. Think I think that's about all the information we get. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the uh, soldier girl. Uh, she's from a family of other soldiers, which is like. Oh right, she's okay. like. That's like that's like that really annoying trope. It's like you know, how do you know how to use guns? I had six brothers. She's like third generation marine or something like that. I don't know. How do you know how to repair that car? I had a, I had like four brothers, so. I have four brothers. <laughs> I don't know. Our our sister had our sisters had three brothers, and we didn't teach them how to fix cars or everyone has shoot, that right shoot, shoot guns or anything like that. Did we fail as brothers? Oh, we have big time. <laughs> how can they survive? If they don't know how to shoot guns or shoot people in general, right? We. <laughs> uh, so suddenly they get an narrated call, and then it's like Mayday, Mayday! We're all dead. We actually died. We couldn't. We're all save dying. You. We're all oh, dying. No. 
and everyone freaks is, out again. And well, this is well, this is when Drill Sergeant Bald Guy, who might be a Drill Sergeant, goes running into the distance, screaming to his radio, Hernandez, Sergeant Hernandez, 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 Hernandez. Jump, jump. Sergeant Hernandez, what's going on? Sergeant Hernandez, are there any survivors? Are there any survivors? What's going on? Sergeant Hernandez, what's going on? Hernandez! Hernandez! This is fucking Hernandez! Hernandez! What's going on? Hernandez! The science guy starts freaking out, and then Drill Sergeant Dude points a gun at him, and then it's like everyone then calms down after that for some reason. I well, don't one of them get like attacked, and then they all just flee in opposite. Well, that's direction. after they calm down a little bit, but then everyone gets killed, and the cycle repeats uh, again. Everyone runs off. Well, yeah, it's it's calm scientist lady who gets killed. I think. Mm. I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's the only one who could get killed at that point in time. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, so then they all split off, and everyone's now get is getting hunted, but in different groups now. Uh, the science guy runs off to a tree, and then and then drill sergeant guy runs that same tree, and they're sort of circling each other, back around the tree like sort of a funny Looney Tunes uh like cartoon. And they're both ready to shoot each other. They both come out of the tree, and they're well, only one of them has guns a, at them. Only one of them has a gun. Oh yeah, right. what is science guy? Science guy is like a I don't he, know a sharp stick. He he just punches him. Uh, angry soldier guy then shoots science guy and he's dead. He's like, he's like oops. oops, oops. Literally oh. just oops, oops. Well, he doesn't literally say oops. He's I think he says like oh shit. That's that's just oops, but for army men. <laughs> that's yeah, that's oops for edge lords. And we then cut to the. Uh, the two girls, the sort of scientist one and the soldier girl, and the 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 science this is, one this is, is this she's, is pl- this she's is playing with a big pine lady. cone. Oh, that's <laughs> right. She's just she's just like fiddling with a giant pine cone, and like soldier lady is like like looking around and holding her gun, and actually like you know what while looking out for the super it really soldiers. comes across like she's like. Bored she's just during bored. filming. She's so bored. Like that's just the, that's just the actor filming with the pine cone. She's super bored. Yeah. Um, nothing happens. She's like, just sort of she's like, oh look what I found in the woods. This is cool. Uh, this movie does a really bad job of establishing how many of these super soldiers there are because like it's like four, I think. I want to say two. There's no, like... no, there's at least three because every time they see super soldier, they have a different sort of colored 
when they show their monitor or whatever. Oh, right. Like, there's the one with the red tint, there's one with the yellow tint, there's one with the orange tint, I think, or bluish tint. But, like, okay, like, I think they want to sort of suggest that there's, like, different types. Dozens of of these, based on, especially based on, like, all of them attacking the um, uh, Hernandez and his platoon. Um,. Because, like, he says over the radio, it's like, they're everywhere. So I think they want to suggest, like, there's dozens of them. But it comes across like there's, like, two or three of them. Uh, We then cut to Edgelord and Drill Sergeant Guy heard together. And they come across a super soldier who he can, like, shapeshift, sort of, in this sort of weird way. All he can do is get big. Which is, I I don't know how that works. He, he gets swole. That's no, no, literally. I mean, literally, all it is is that like he's explaining this, and he's going like, "Oh, that one." Like he can. I think it's the secret agent guy who's yeah. Tell, tell, no, no, it's it's Edge Lord, dude. Because oh, agent Edgelord. guy's on his own now. I think. Remember and I think um, bald drill sergeant guy is freaking out. He's like, "What? He's huge!" And I mean, we're just we've just seen him on the, like a tree <laughs> in the distance. He does not look huge at all. So we're just going on his his dialogue of like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? He's huge!" Um, that's what um um he. So I guess like the way he explains it is like. We don't have to worry too much because they never use this ability ever again. So don't well, worry. Well, the, ex- the way he explains it is sort of like he can only do like simple things to change himself. Like he can like change in size, and that's and so basically we get a quick shot where like they've all got their guns pointed at him, and he's like standing in front of them, and he's like eight nine feet tall, I suppose. Yeah, and that's it. Very threatening. <laughs> Uh, so we can cut to the girls. They're arguing. Science girl um, doesn't want to use a gun and is like, "I shouldn't even be here. I should. Be, I shouldn't die if you guys. I have more important things to be doing." She's just having and, her freak out. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "We're well, gonna have this gun. You're gonna fight." And she's like, "Okay, I guess I'll use a gun now." And then she does, sort of, not really. Hey. The boys then have a fist fight with uh, one of those sort of super soldier guys. I'm not sure where they're fighting for fists. Oh, because they're whatever. they're out of am- they're out of ammo by this point. No, but the 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 soldier, super soldiers just kill them, right? It's, yeah, you should be able to just kill them. Not sure. Well, then, well this is the not? funny moment. This is a funny moment when the super soldier attacks, or no, the secret agent is is like uh, fist fighting him, and mm. then they like t- he tackles them him, and then they all go they go rolling down a hill like oof yeah. oof oof over each other for. I want to say generously, like, 200 feet, like, maybe. Like, they, they just roll forever. Like, like the other, the, the two, the edge sword and the drill sergeant guys, like, run away, and it cuts back to them, like, still rolling down the hill. Thankfully, the, thankfully, this cool soldier guy then shoots a boulder with his gun. Oh, right. He, sees, he, spots, a little, he spots a little, like, tunnel to, like, run into. What's weird is this guy actually has infinite ammo, too. He never runs out of bullets. He never runs out. He's constantly shooting this gun for this whole film, and he never has to reload once. But um, the, bull- shoots- the boulder, yeah, the boulder falls down and hits Super Soldier. Thank God, I guess. That that was incredibly lucky. Yeah, he shoots the bottom of the boulder, and instead of doing nothing, which is what would actually <laughs> happen, it somehow dislodges the boulder, which seems to be pretty, like, well, like, like... 
it doesn't Big look like boulder. it's loose. It's yeah, it doesn't look like it's loose. A bullet wouldn't do jack shit. But anyway, he shoots the boulder down like a Mario game and like jumps into the tunnel just You know time. Mario who's with his gun and <laughs> he shoots the boulders? Famous Mario. Concept. Well, like the boulder's like falling down, like as if like you tr- you you like manage to like trigger the thing to make the boulder fall down. It falls on the super soldier, kind of. It kind of bumps him, and After, I guess yeah, that's he's enough. he's dead. I guess. I, I guess. guess. Um, I thought these soldier guy then cool soldier guy then finds a secret bunker. That's like a, he finds a little hatch or whatever leads to a vent system. He goes inside. He spends about half of the remainder of the movie in a vent. Yes, and the vent is quite magical. We'll see later. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate, soldier girl, uh, she's fist fight. She fist fights a robot who I guess is a different type. He has like a yellow screen thing. It's kind of weird because it's like you almost sort of assume the the super soldier is gonna be sort of nice because he's actually like he's almost pacifist in a sense where he he attacks a little bit and then sort of watches what they're doing. He's learning. He's learning, I guess. But mo- by learning, he means he's sort of standing still and staring. <sighs> I mean, we're we're just making excuses for what amounts to poor fight choreography. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she stabs it with a stick uh, and then kills yeah. it. Don't yeah. question how she has the physical strength to kill Super Soldier with a stick. <sighs> it makes sense the robot guys have that because they can throw the stick at very fast distances, but, you know. Beats me. Uh, the guys then find a bunker, and this is like the army. This is like the, the, um, uh, the ammo bunker. What's that called? <laughs> Oh, the armory. Yes. The ammo, <laughs> ammo bunker. bunker. The ammo bunker. After this, the girls finally reunite with the guys. This is sort of a funny scene where they're knocking on the door, and they're, like, getting ready to shoot them. It's very funny and goofy. Mm-hmm. Cool soldier guy was exploring the vents, um, gets attacked, but then he manages to escape, and then leaves the vent... And come, comes across a super soldier in this sort of pod thingy. The, when he's in the vent, they're like, they, like they're stabbing it with swords, a machete or something. Mach- yeah, it, well, but like a really small machete. It's you know, this has a ye- this one's weird. They never go back to this, but the robot has a unique screen that's yellow and it's called Skylar. No, they they do go back to Skylar. No, it doesn't make sense though, because they kill him and he comes back later. I don't know if he actually comes back I don't later. Know it was just why a, he, which is an I don't error. Know, I don't like, know why he comes back later, but he does. <laughs> um, he but yeah, so him. so it's it's it's. Um, I think he 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 establishes earlier. He said because um, he while he was talking about the the one that turns giant, um, he said like each super soldier has unique abilities. And then like I guess Edgelord one was like, well, what's was the other one do? And he goes the secret agent guy goes like that one was still being developed don't worry about that one so i guess this is the one that was being developed and it's still mm-hmm. in its like um tank uh yeah chamber like fallout it's like a pod chamber of some the sort. It, it's in it's in its it, it's a fallout cryogenic chamber like yeah. it looks just like that uh, and he like unplugs it and it like freaks out a little bit and he shoots it it's very, very intense and exciting. It's so exciting. Um, the rest of the soldier guys they come across sort of a like a little I, I building on top of the hill, and they're like, "We gotta li- get there." No joke. I literally fell asleep during the first viewing of this movie. <laughs> I fell asleep about fifteen minutes in. 
but how could you? It's so incredibly loud. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I guess I had the volume turned down too low. No, actually, I mean, after a certain point, there's just so much screaming, you just become used to it. Yeah. Well, man, that's deep. <laughs> well, uh, why so won't the screaming stop? They, they had this final sort of push was like, we got to get to the mainframe on top of the hill, the mainframe building. We got to get there. And so this is final ditch get, effort. Where did they get this it. piece of information again? They're um, suddenly running for the mainframe. Who who told them that? Who did tell them that? Uh, I don't. I think they just sort of gained it from general knowledge. Like maybe the the majors mentioned it earlier or something. I think I remember back when they found the dead body with the walkie-talkie the soldiers are talking and the professor people are talking amongst themselves mm. and i think they mentioned the main like we gotta get to the mainframe like don't like not the armory we have to get to the mainframe to shut them down but i don't know how the soldiers would know that mm. i have no clue it doesn't make any sense anyway but they got the mainframe who cares whatever uh, so there's this final ditch effort. They're gonna charge up the hill. It's like I think there's like a two super soldier guys around or something. Uh, uh, drill angry drill sergeant guy is gonna like sort of sacrifice himself by charging in, and he gets well, wait, wait. killed. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Edgelord dies before that. Oh, uh, yeah, I Remember? guess so. How Remember, does he like, die? well. He gets stabbed in the leg by one okay. of the all right. And he's sort of, of like spears, yeah. and sure. he's like he's lying there dying, and and they have a moment, and um, a, a reoccurring theme is that they're collecting their their uh, their tags, their army tags. Oh yeah, the dog like, tags. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah, their dog tags, uh, with their like uh, uh, name and, and rank and all that on them. Their their ID tags, um, and <clears throat> the um. So, so that's that's a reoccurring thing. Was every time someone dies, like someone's collecting one of them. So, Edgelord, in the process of dying, like rips off his tag and gives it to the drill sergeant guy. Drill sergeant guy takes off, and I Edgelord guy is like shooting at the super soldiers as they come for him, which only seems Whatever. like it's one. Seems like it's only one of them. And then drill sergeant guy up the hill, he's like shooting at them. I remember he like he tosses away two of his guns. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he just throws them. And he's got a freaking ammo belt on. Like he could <laughs> he could still reload those things, but there's then no time. Still got, there's no time. Use my utter assault rifle. Um, and then as he's getting into the building with the mainframe, he gets speared mm. as he's closing the door. So all's left now is uh, soldier girl and sad scientist and, girl. Screamy scientist girl. They've they've shut the door. They're safe inside. But then suddenly, you know, crazy scientist girl takes out a gun and she's like, "I was behind it, sort of. I I, have... I was the one who did it. This is all a test. Yeah, I'm actually behind the whole thing. I'm part. Of, I'm I'm to stop the collateral damage. I'm here to sort of clean things up. And then, and that's not really explaining at all, at all. <laughs> I, it it makes there's like no motivation whatsoever for this. It's like I I don't understand if the motivation is this was all pl this was planned all along to do a test, or if the government's about to cut the funding and they mm. need to prove that that they're that they're good, or if she just literally just went insane. I have no idea. 
Yeah, she's like, Kate has failed the test. Um, Kate, Super Show Girl, then tries to argue against the fact that's like, the Super Shows don't even care about you. They're going to kill you also if you kill me. I'm the only one who can protect wait, you right now. Wait, does she, she doesn't say that, does she? She says this, and then at the moment when you sort of assume that the girl's going to sort of, like, stop with the gun thing, um, cool, cool, like, spy guy, soldier guy, guy, comes out of, out of the, the vent. He comes out of the vent somehow, despite the fact that this is a, we've this already shown this is a completely this different building. <laughs> More importantly, this building is by itself on top of a hill, so There's I'm not sure how no vent. Out of the vent. There's no vent. Yes, this is a, this is an isolated shed, basically. The vent is magical, and he sort of found a teleport that led him it's to that ma- building. It's a magical vent. And he um, shoots her in the back of the head. Yeah. And this Shoots is so traumatic the... for her because the blood splatters her face, and she's like, "Okay, that happened." Well, uh, well, the, actually, the thing that that cracked me up about that is that the secret agent guy is like directly opposite the mm. soldier girl from the from the scientist girl. So I'm thinking like, there's a good chance that that bullet could have traveled through her head of yeah. uh, the scientist girl or head he could have missed into into soldier girl like he could have killed both of them with one shot if he if he like but but no it, it, her head stopped the bullet so it was fine yeah thank god she's now dead and couldn't have been convinced at all clearly uh yeah clearly <laughs> She was uh, crazy. Yeah, Soldier Girl so, is like, so, okay, I'm now gonna hack the mainframe because I now I'm now a hacker. I'm a master hacker. I'm gonna hack the mainframe now. It's easy. Yeah, all you have to do is just tap just the keyboard. Smash on the smash on the keyboard. Uh, yeah, everyone knows how to do this. Uh, Super Soldier Guy's trying to break down the door, and uh, the Spike Soldier Guy is trying to block it. He just sort of his face. He's just sort of his body's just sort of shoved on the door. It's like a door with a glass window. Yeah. The dude could why not, the, why not, why the super soldier the could just punch through the window. Um, but basically, yeah, it's like the it's like the scene. Uh, it's like the Jurassic Park scene where the Velociraptor is trying to open the door, and um, Sam Neill is like propping the door while the kids hack the the mainframe. It's basically exactly that scene. Yeah, she's she's then she sort of she's smashing the keyboard hard enough with a robot shut down. Just like, yeah, they did it. The robots defeated. All you, all, all you have to do is hit shift five times, <laughs> and and the robots will shut down. You just you just hit delete on the. <laughs> tap 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 tap. You just have to yeah. She activates sticky keys, and then that's it. Um. So then they they go then they then and find the, a and telephone. the agent has and the agent has a lame one liner where like the soldier managed to like break down the door and like the door falls down on the agent guy. Right as the as the super as she manages to shut down the super soldiers, and then agent guy looks up and's like, "What took you so long?" Hey, oh, yeah, it's, again the most <laughs> generic one-liners you could possibly do. I think earlier on when they're having their little their their heart to heart way back when yeah. he like. Someone like the Edge Lord asks him, like, "So what about you, Secret Agent Man?" And he goes, "Like, if I told you, I'd have to kill you." It's a funny James Bond reference. And then, and then they laugh, and it's just kind of like, "This is." But he, like, he he gives like a really serious look for a moment, like we're supposed to do this, and then he cries, and then he he smiles, but it's just like, "This is lame." <laughs> it's very lame. It's so lame. Um. So they then go find a the phone. They're now calling on. They're oh. Not- they're like they're calling like I guess some 
they're uh, in a building and he he calls you know some and group. he's like he's like ah uh, um can you go save us Del- Del- delta bravo base like we we are the only survivors uh requesting evac great Yay. and then um so he hangs up and then we cut to a shot of her ass Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is this is leading up to a very exciting moment, where they walk while walking the chopper guy, cool so, spy guy's so, like, "Hey, do you want to have a, sex?" And she's like, a, "Yeah." And then they kiss. Guy, a agent guy is staring at her ass while they're walking down like a dirt road, and he's like, "Hey, I was thinking after this, like, you know, do you want to uh, do something? Like, you know?" And and she's like, "Oh, what? Do you want to have sex?" And he was like, "I was thinking like." dinner or something but she's like well i want to have sex this comes out of nowhere yeah, yeah. i want to be clear yeah, you know it's very nowhere moment, there's though, been sure. no like setting this up there's well, when nothing. the guy came by they, and murdered, i don't think murdered scientist girl she was like damn that's hot i don't think these two characters have interacted up to this point in the movie that's when, not true no because they... then because you remember though because uh remember <laughs> Remember? 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 <laughs> no, I think I think when when he sneaks up behind Scientist Girl and and shoots her, I think that's the first time these two characters have interacted. It's definitely mm. the first time they've been by themselves in the movie. Yeah, there has been there's been zero chemistry between them, and that's not me being like, oh, they're such bad actors or it's such bad writing. There's like nothing between. No, I mean there's literally been nothing between them, and suddenly it's like. Hey, the two people you've been rooting for are together. Yay. Isn't this what you want? And then audience? they finally kiss. And that's like, oh, now the credits are going to roll. And then he gets killed. And then he gets speared. And it's like, uh oh. It's, it's it, Skyler. It was actually, it it's was Skyler, actually yellow robot guy, the guy he shot earlier. It's him now. He's back. It, it was it was actually a decent twist, actually. I I I because I was like, what the fuck? This came out of nowhere. Really, I was angry because got... the movie had to continue. I thought it was gonna be over. That's I I was I was, I was I was annoyed that the movie had to continue. <laughs> Although this wasn't the point that where I was annoyed the movie had to continue. Um, that's coming up. But uh, yeah. but yes, yeah, so Skylar's back, and she. How does she, she kill Skylar? Uh, she just like um, what? I think she just sort of fights it and stabs it with a spear or shoots it. I think it's the same way she killed the other one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Skylar was this, the one that was. I guess in the it implied that because Skylar wasn't was experimental, maybe he wasn't part of the mainframe thing, so that's why he doesn't get shut off. Like you are, gi- you are, you are giving, you are, <laughs> you are being way too generous to this movie. He was shot like thirty times. Yeah, don't worry about it. The... Anyway, he's fine though. He didn't get shot off either because of the mainframe when it went off. Don't worry about it. She kills the robot and then goes to wash blood off her face, which is very traumatic for her. I assume. And then this the second time the... this has happened with blood. And then her we face. get to the point where I was like, "Oh fuck, this movie's still going." Yeah. Suddenly, do you guys remember the beginning of that film, the Terminator thing? Get ready. Do you, do you remember ready. the opening credits where you had the CGI with the Terminator robot? We had the skull and the red eyes. It turns well, out that I guess some some sort of mainframe. Turns thing. out that thing is actually in the movie. Yeah. It turns out that the AI or something else controlling the super soldiers, I guess, or something. Then activates the Terminator. It's the it's the ultimate super soldier. That's yeah, not yeah. me. That's not me making up. That's literally what it's called because they have the little digital readout where it's like ultimate super soldier now active, and it's got the little like digital screen it? of it. 
The government, fuck, maybe? I don't know. Fuck, fuck knows. I don't know. The Terminator shows up, and so she Skyler? Starts, I don't know. She starts running away. Um, the jets, they're going to oh, save and this, her. Oh, and, 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 and this thing is 50 feet tall. Yeah, it's a giant super thing. You wonder, like, how Which, is this honestly, kept hidden? How do they keep this honestly, hidden? It's that huge. Uh, Honestly, it, you know what it looks like. It looks like the Attack on Titan, uh, oh, like sure. the ultimate, but, yeah, the, the yeah. ultimate Titan, the one that can destroy the wall. The Colossal um, Titan, it, yeah, yeah. It, it it looks like that. But that is cool. It, it's like that, but if it was like a Terminator like robot. Frankly, um, actually, looks like it came out like a really shitty Terminator film, like Terminator Six. You know, I, mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't even know there's a Terminator Six, but if there's a Terminator Six, that's the main villain. Is a giant. No. no the no. T ten billion. <laughs> it's a giant. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a giant. laughs> oh christ the, yeah well i so the t10 billion is that's what we could call this thing that's too good um the t10 billion honestly i feel like this should have been the movie sure. the movie should have just been them running away from the t10 billion <laughs> um because like because this is like actually like, cuz it's it's a big 50 foot robot it's like every time it walks it stomps around like it sounds like the t-rex yeah. um like it's like boom 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 um and and yeah and she, all she could do is just like run away and she's some at some point she got a walkie-talkie and she's calling the the jets the yeah, like the, the air force her, she calls in the air force to save her i guess are, and, they, are, these, are these the same planes that are going going to save her maybe i guess uh no they can't be because the because <laughs> typically fighter jets don't have passengers fighter jets don't usually <laughs> rescue people at that otherwise they'd be called rescue jets mm. um yeah and and so we cut the stock footage of fighter jets uh just like it's just stock footage of them flying and then the stock footage of a of a fighter jet pilot in a cockpit um and and t10 billion is just stomping around looking for for a soldier girl um she comes across and, a transformer yard like you know this big sort of yeah like the pilot like the power yeah. station yeah with the transformer yeah not not Transformers as a No, the, to be fair, this could be sort of an analogy that like Transformers is way better than Terminators, you know? Robots fighting each other or whatever, you know? Uh <laughs> I mean I, I wouldn't agree with uh with that argument, but I like the I like the, the idea. Yeah, she she she's able to lure in there. Well she's just like running away and she hides in a ditch and then it's just like walking past the transformer and I guess the fighter jet tries to hit it with a missile, does hit it with a missile, and it has no effect. Yeah. And then she hits, she <clears throat> shoots the, which I don't think you could do this, but she shoots the transformer while the T-10 billion is standing next to it, and it zaps it until it explodes. And yeah, it works. And I, I don't guess. think you could do, I don't <laughs> it think, does, I don't it think, works, sh- I, guess. I don't think shooting a transformer would have that effect. No, I'm not sure why why there's gasoline in the transformer. But the guns, but the guns in this movie are magical. They can knock down boulders, and they can make transform. They can turn why transformers the ballistic missile into. Not blow up they can the T-10 they can turn billion. transformers into Tesla yeah. coils. Why does, the, apparently. why does the ballistic missile not destroy the T10 billion, but the transformer blowing up does? Because it looks cooler. Sure. I don't know. 
after this, so it's finally uh, over. But the, but uh, but I think the movie should have been this. And the movie here. should have been everyone running away from the Terminator 10 billion. Mm. That should have been the movie. It shouldn't have been these lame super soldiers, just these guys in makeup with metal plates on their backs. That was lame. It should have been them hiding from the Terminator 10 billion because yeah. that thing was goofy enough that it was kind of fun like this one bit there i was just like oh this is kind of entertaining like this is stupid but that's yeah. why i'm kind of entertained um there was something goofy about the change it I was just of like, pace, oh, for sure. okay i it, it would have been it felt like, nice seeing the thing that was going to kill them actually having like a an actual sort of physical form at the very least Instead of a sort of a, a hovering sort of a blur, it, instead of this, flying instead by of this the camera, whoosh, 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 whoosh thing, yeah, where like someone's like stepping from a camera, yeah, no, like it's an actual like threat. The idea that's indestructible actually comes across as plausible because mm. the super soldiers are clearly just guys in makeup. So yeah. the whole thing of like, oh, we can't get them. It's like, I don't know. They seem pretty easy to beat to me, but. Um, but this thing is like, oh, okay, yeah, this thing actually is indestructible. It's a 50-foot robot. It's like, oh, okay, they should have been running away from this, and they should have been, like, hiding and, like, you know, trying to, like, you know, uh, stay safe, but they have to, like, you know, cross the island to get something or whatever. And then, like, and then they could have used bigger weapons. Like, they could have, like, there could have been a moment where they take out a bazooka and they try to hit with the bazooka and it doesn't rook. Um, like they could have had so much fun with that. I mean, I know that would have that meant that they would have had to spend an extra, um, you know, you know twenty dollars on, C- I'm actually on CGI. Pretty sure there's actually a film in the same catalog that actually might be that plot. Oh shit! I'm pretty is sure it, there's a plot where there's a big. Is it Universal Soldiers Two? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it could be. For all I know. <laughs> but like that would have been kind of like a, a like fun goofy movie you know maybe unintentionally so but like and again i know it means they would have had to spend an extra 20 dollars on cgi mm. but like you know it would have been good oh you know what i'm thinking of i'm thinking of Meg shark versus colossus oh okay <laughs> that's a big robot man fighting a big shark that's basically just a ripoff of like godzilla versus mecha godzilla yeah. basically so or Pacific, okay. Or Pacific so Rim. then, after it's all finally over, she then turns in. She, she she's now no, back at like some sort of military not, base. It it's not her. It is her. It's not her. We mean it's not her. She has the dog tags though. It's not her. It's a different. What are you talking? Wait, what? Are you serious? It's a different blonde military chick. Didn't you catch the stinger at the end of the movie? I don't know what I said. Okay. What I thought the stinger was, they show like a list of all the soldiers, and it shows like yeah. each one being Terminator or whatever. What I thought they're, was they're, that they're, they're, they're going... They're deleting their records. They're, yeah, they're deleting, deleting the records. their records. What I thought was that they're going to about to kill her. I thought it was her, and she comes in, hands the dog They already in. did it. Okay. They already wow. did it. That's not I can't her. Believe I, I okay. thought it was her, too. <laughs> I thought it was her, too, because it's just another like blonde military chick basically so like and yes i mean they do look incredibly similar but that's just because asylum actors all look the same mm. it's not her though. I, I was that's so fatigued by the end of that film too that i probably i i because when they got to the stinger at the end and it was like and then they delete her record i assume what I that meant like, it's like oh they're gonna oh, kill wait. her was i assume that no they killed for. her okay. no they killed her they killed her wow probably back when on the island and so when i saw that i was like wait 
I thought she was one to turn to dog tags, and I went back and I was like, oh no, that's a different actress. Wow, okay. She Jeez. just looks very similar because yes, asylum actors all look exactly the same, but it's not her. It's not her. That's uh, that's embarrassing on my part and embarrassing on the film's part. I think. Well, I thought the same but... thing too. <laughs> I thought the same thing too, but like, but then I went back and checked. Sure. And I was like, okay, that makes more sense. I mean, to be fair, maybe maybe the asylum should try getting. I don't know. Different looking actors, maybe to different play. looking actors. Yeah. Maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they should, you know, um, expand uh, their like, you know, casting call a little bit. Maybe get someone who's not a blonde chick with the exact same facial structure. Same hairstyle too. It's like a same hairstyle. Well, 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 it's no, it's, well, no, it's just swept back. It's just swept back. Mm. It's just, it's just, it's just military look. Um, yeah, it's the film. With, with, with <laughs> extremely baggy camo. That was the thing that, that cried me. It's, it's like, she does, like, the salute when she, like, after, like, she, like, turns in the dog tags. And it, it like, she looks so, like, stiff and awkward. I mean, you're supposed to look stiff when you do it. But she looks, like, really, like, and her sleeve is all bunching up and everything. And her, like, like that, that camo, like, shirt is obviously, like, three sizes too big for mm. her. That's the end of the film. Thank, f- but here's the sad thing: it's the final, oh, the final return of the crazy the credits. credits. The crazy credit. The events, characters, and firms depicted in this photo play are fictitious. Any similarities to actual persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Unless you're near a fifty-foot robot in, and this is actually a typo. They write R O B O T N. This is Robotin. and again, he's ro- he's just Robotin. Just robotin and again, only then will we freak out. No animals were harmed in the production of the screenplay, except several robots. We're not sorry. But they're not animals. Yeah. <laughs> also, can we sue, unless they're, unless they're, sue unless Asylum they're... for robot cruelty? Unless they're robot animals. Uh, That's the film. Hope that we is get, the film. I'm glad they brought back the crazy credits again. It seems sort of random now. What movies they, have they, they don't have? Very, they, they seem sort of underwhelmed. Like it, it like <laughs> maybe it was just because like the text of the credits is just like Arial font, sixteen points, and like they're moving very slowly. But there was something that maybe it's just because that the soundtrack was some like a little more subtle for this movie. But like the crazy credit just felt very like under underwhelming basically like usually like like i don't know for some reason i get like a vibe from the crazy credits probably because they're blasting some like awful piece of like heavy metal or something yeah but like it's sort of like like yeah we don't give a fuck kind of thing and then this one it's just like oh yeah we don't give a fuck like they just they just had no energy also can you explain what this actually means unless you're another 50 foot robot and, and again only then will we freak out what does that mean and again like it means whoever was typing it did not give a fuck. <laughs> just was tired, was just like, oh, fuck it, finally. I just want to be finish editing this movie. Yeah, just type in whatever. Shit, I don't care. Just get it out there. Uh, they, yeah. They pro- maybe they realized that, that this movie that is it's the Universal Soldier one, maybe they realized that was going to be a flop, and they were like, oh, 
fuck. We wasted all this. T- we wasted two days on this movie. Oh, we're never going to get well, that Well, I get back. what you're going for, John. I'm, I'm pretty sure they think every Asylum film is going to be a flop. Is they all films? Are th- I don't. We don't know because they don't actually say anything about this, but... Because apparently they never lost money on a film, is what they always say. Well, the, well, because each movie only has a budget of two thousand dollars. So I don't know if a film actually isn't can it literally is it literally ten thousand dollars? Isn't that the figure that's been quoted? I don't know. Or am I thinking Birdemic? Might be thinking Birdemic. I wouldn't be surprised. They never if they, these they never state the budgets budget of these films, them. nor do they state how well they did. Don't they though? Like, didn't didn't David Ramalway was just like, oh, we make every every movie for like under this amount. You mean David something. Michael Latt or? Uh, one of the two. Sure. I don't know. Uh, idea. Do you recommend this film? No. No. Don't watch this film. Actually. Like I said, I literally fell asleep during the first viewing of this movie. There's this weird thing on the cover here, where um. Uh, there's like 20 soldier guys shooting at a big giant robot, which implies that's what the film's going to be. You know? That's what the movie should have been. Yeah. It should have been these guys running away from a giant robot. Which, again, would have been like... It would have been goofier. So it would have been more fun. It would have been... Like, it, it would have added some stakes. It would have been more plausible. It would be great. Well, I'm not sure it would have been great, but it would have been more watchable at the very least. You're right. Um, I have, yeah. I have, I, I have a lot of faith. <laughs> so next week we're going to watch uh, 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That's right, oh, 30. God. Not 20, 30,000. We're going even deeper. Yeah, yeah, you pussies. We're going, we're going deeper. Uh, something, something very exciting happened. We got our first email. Oh my god! Yes, uh, that, the email that, that, course... that, that, that that isn't spam. No, it's actual email. It's an excellent question. Because <laughs> we have gotten spam in the past. Yeah, yeah, they say some little spam things, but that's not that big of a deal. This is an actual proper email uh, by a guy called George, as he written one to be said as. Hi, been listening to the podcast for a while now. After the freak show episode, you guys said you're going to watch a film called Bloody Jack, but never did. What happened? And good luck on making it to the end of the Asylum catalog. Oh, yeah. What did we do with that? Uh, we saw that was an actual Asylum film, and then we decided not to watch it because <laughs> we didn't oh. want to watch it because it looked bad. God, I forgot about that. The problem was is that I think when I came watching it, it looked just like Halloween and Dragon and Freak Show. It looked like all the other films. I was like, oh, God. This is gonna be now. This is gonna be the exact same film we watched like basically three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. So let's just get to the apocalypse. That's gonna be wacky and weird, and be more. And then you found. So so if it, initially it was like let's just have a change of pace, and then you found out that Bloody Trick wasn't even an asylum film. Yeah, it, just like Deadline or whatever. You know, it's uh, like um, it was it was just they you know published it or whatever. Well then, I mean, we should probably still do it at some point. Yeah, we can go. Like, we can go back to they, it sometime. Uh, not, I'm not, not really pu- interested because uh, it looks like it's stupid and fucking shitty and boring. Well, that's what all these movies maybe are. as a side note, we might come back to it as like a little side plot. So it's much, but it's so it's not an asylum original. It's just distributed by the asylum. Yeah. Is it from the U.S.? Yeah, it is. Okay. There's a crazy axe guy and he kills people. I didn't care enough to. I, I watched what the first the, five minutes. What an original and I was like, plot. Yeah. 
I wa- I watched the first five minutes. I was like, mm, maybe not actually. <laughs> we could probably like watch it and just sort of like I don't know, have like a quick twenty minutes discussion of it while watching a different film. Because I'm th- I'm not sure much much is gonna happen in this film. I might be wrong, but this film seems like it's gonna be like you know worth it's maybe bad twenty minutes I- of conversation. It's not a bad idea. We could throw it in. Um, I mean, like, unless it turns out that there's a lot to talk about, but um, I, I get a feeling you're probably right because usually you can kind of like you can watch these movies. You or you not even watch them. You can kind of like get a sense of like, oh man, there's gonna be like nothing to talk about with this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we might as well just like toss it into a different episode and be like, yeah, and we also watched this one and yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, well, thank you for like emailing us, George. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm and uh, glad you liked the podcast. Yeah, I I don't know if we'll actually make it to the end of this catalog, but we're I don't know we're doing our best here. Uh, at the at the rate we're going, the silent probably makes more movies than we make episodes. At this yeah, point. at this at the point, yeah. I've I I, I spent the last couple of weeks sick, so uh, yeah, that, that's right. That held things up a bit. But yeah. Um, of course, the email is, of course, enter the asylum podcast at gmail.com. Enter the asylum podcast at gmail.com. Uh, email us again if you have any more questions. We'll happy to answer Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Fan mail. Yeah. 30,000 30, Leagues Under the Sea, I've been looking forward to watch for a while now. Oh, um, what's that? 30,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah, why? Why have you been looking forward to it? Because uh, I can read the description here and it seems uh, whack as fuck. Ooh. <laughs> me loaded up here <laughs> i mean just like the title alone is just like it, it's it's so it, it's like here it is in this modern retelling of the classic science fiction tale the charismatic sociopath captain nemo uses his high-tech submarine to wreak vengeance on the surface world like what <laughs> what's captain nemo okay. why would captain nemo like i'm not sure Captain Nemo in the book have a plot to blow up the whole world with his super evil submarine? No. No. No, he doesn't. I've been shunned by the land dwellers. What's interesting, this actually falls under David Michaelat really loves like um love old science fiction novels because he's done a couple of them. Like World of the Worlds uh-huh. or whatever. This this fits War of the Worlds, that. yeah. So yeah, that'll be Well he loves them because time. they're public domain. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> That'll be next time. We'll get to it eventually, I imagine. Yay. Maybe sooner than expected. All right. That's a podcast. That Goodbye, is a podcast. Everybody. Thank you. Especially George. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. He's the universal soldier, and he really is to blame. His orders come from far away no more. They come from here and there and you and me And brothers, can't you see This is not the way we put the end to war